Hello and welcome to the Sheffield Digital Podcast. I'm Ian Broom and I'm joined by Mel Canarek, our esteemed Hi. director. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. No Chris today because this is a very short, very special episode. And that doesn't mean we've done something awful to Chris, by the way. Jason, do I add that? No, it's not an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to use this, uh, this episode to uh, talk about the podcast itself. Um, a little bit and to talk about what we might do with it in the future and to ask for feedback and to give you some of our own ideas too but mainly to to say that we are looking for feedback on what we do with the podcast um from now on um what what's prompted this mel what, what, what... well um i think it was partly you know the start of a new year um it was partly the realization that this is the 70th episode of the podcast shock horror so i think we've been doing this for over two years oh way um, over two years it was way tw- over two years. 2017 way back in 2017 when donald trump was president that we uh <laughs> that we that we first did this it was, joking? It, was it actually 17 yeah yeah it wow. was uh, august i think august 2017 something like that okay so we've been doing the podcast since forever um and one of the things that we always try and do with Sheffield Digital is continually check in that the things that we're spending our time and energy on are actually valuable to the community, to our audiences, because primarily that's what Sheffield Digital is all about, is, is you know, connecting and promoting and, and representing the digital industries in the region. And the podcast is one of the ways that we do that. And, you know, we know that we've got some loyal listeners who mentioned to us how much they enjoy the podcast but there aren't a lot of other ways for us to get feedback so it felt like now was a a really good time to take stock and think about how the podcast can evolve so that it continues to be interesting and valuable to people Um, and to to sort of go out there and say if if you're listening to this and if, if you've you know maybe listened to a couple of episodes or if you've been listening to it since we first started we just really like to know what you think um about yeah. all sorts of things so so ian and i sort of made a little list of things that we we've been thinking about and we'd just be interested to know what you out there listening to our dulcet tones think about it all yeah and so we think that we we, we do we obviously we have the podcast stats they tell us like like how many people download the episodes and it's you know it's a good number it's like in the hundreds but um but it's very hard to gather from podcast stats exactly which bits of the podcast people like best, unless they tell you, or, or, or least, dare I say. Um, and we've had the same format, more or less, since we started. We do sometimes um, separate the uh, the kind of the interview from the, the newsy bits, but, but mostly they are the two things that we've used the podcast for, kind of interviewing people from the community, um, and then you and Chris giving your, your updates. So I think format is one of the things that we'd like a bit of feedback on. Um, for example, we don't know if people just switch off after the interviews and not interested at all in what Mel and Chris have got to say because they can potentially get that information elsewhere. Um, but also at the same time, maybe people just like fast forward to that because they just can't wait to to hear from uh, Canarek and Diamond. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a very dodgy double act. <laughs> it does. Um, I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so we, we'd be really interested to know. Um, do you listen to the whole thing from beginning to end or do you just like particular bits of it? Um, 
when we do interviews, we do you like them when they're one to one, or do you like it when we have a bunch of different people together and we have a bit more sort of of a, a panel discussion? Um, what do you think about the length of the podcast? You know, they can they can get to be quite long. Um, would it be better if we split things up more? So we've got those sorts of questions in our mind. Um, I'd also I'd be really interested to know. What is it that you like about the podcast? What is it that, you know, brought you to subscribe? And, you know, do you actually, dare I say, look forward to the next episode? And, and are you keen to listen to it when it comes out? Um, so what what's providing value to you as a listener? I'd be really interested to know that. Um, and... Uh, you know, neither Chris nor I, nor Ian, will be in the least bit offended if you say, well, I don't really like the bits where, you know, they go wittering on about policy or that kind of thing. And um, we need that feedback. We're just talking about what's been going on and what we've been involved in. But if, if that's not valuable to people out there, then, you know, we won't use up your precious podcast listening time waffling on about it. And I guess it's also what updates come from you as well, what type of updates. So quite often, like, are people interested in the more like policy related things? Like what are you and Chris doing in terms of like speaking to the council or the, the LEP or, um, or other similar associations around the country? Or do you want more like grassroots type of news? Like, you know, I don't know, this company has been doing this fantastic thing and this freelance person's done this and isn't it brilliant. Maybe we could get involved in that. Um, <laughs> it's probably a bit more detail than I've just given there. A bit more, a bit more, a bit more sense. But yeah, what, there are different types of news, aren't there? So I guess um, if news is something that we want to keep doing, like what type of news can we kind of share? Um, in terms of format, we have like some thoughts ourselves, things that we could do slightly differently. Um, I've talked about. Um, so the reason we, we record like every three weeks and roughly publish uh, similarly. Um, and that that's mostly based on like our own availability and mm. and how often we think there are newsworthy things to say, um, how easy it is to get someone to interview on a regular basis. So it's kind of defined by like those limitations really. But it could be that we do seasons instead, which have become a thing since we first started podcasting, which more of a thing. So it could be that we kind of um, identify, for example, ten people that we want to interview, and we could do ten interviews with those people maybe 15 to 20 minutes long and we put them out consecutively week after week for 10 weeks and then we pause until the autumn and then we do season two season three etc um so that's that's one way that we could potentially do things maybe with some news updates in between um there are, there are lots of options we could kind of do anything obviously the big change for us has been that we were used to do all of this in person um and it it, it felt like um it felt quite different not, it did, yeah. Not, not necessarily, not necessarily worse in lots of ways. It's much easier to get people to come onto a video call than it is to go to a place at the same time as you. Um, but it's, but it's been a change, and it's not likely to change back um, uh, soon. So we could, we used to have four microphones, as you may remember. I would sometimes not be involved because we only had four microphones. Um, but now we can have as many people as we want. So that idea of like a panel discussion. So the podcast could be more topic based. We've done a bit of that over the last year. Um, so, but it could be that we have a, a show that's about like machine learning. And the next one's about, I don't know, 
software development of another kind. Um, content, imagine, there could be an entire podcast about content. Um, but yeah, is that useful? Is that something that would be uh, like more appealing than just uh, interviewing a specific person about their specific thing um, every three weeks? Yeah, so 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 there's 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 those sorts of different ideas. I mean, Ian and I have had a couple of ideas for almost one-off, longer documentaries that we'd like to do if we could ever find the time to do it in. Um, so you know, if if we were able to do that and make the investment in that, would that be something that would interest you? Um, we wanted very much for the podcast to be a way to give a voice to people in the community. Um, so one of the things I'd be interested in knowing is, are there people that you would really like to hear from, that you would really like us to interview that we haven't done, or perhaps an inter- someone we interviewed ages ago who you'd like us to you know, do a, an update with? Or do you know someone who you think is absolutely awesome and you can't believe we haven't interviewed them yet? So you know, put them forward, possible guests, people that we could have. That would be really, really good to know. One of the other things that I was going to say is there are a load more podcasts happening now than there were even a year ago. Um, I've seen, you know, just through social media, uh, other publications and other groups in the city starting podcasts, individual companies starting podcasts. And I think that's absolutely brilliant. But it does mean that the the, the choice of sources for information about different things is is much bigger. So I'm keen to really think about where's this Sheffield digital niche here? What content can we provide that you're not going to get from somewhere else? Um, and if the answer is nothing, you know, you're you're redundant now, then fair enough. We will have done a job and filled a niche for a while and, you know, we, we wouldn't continue. But this, this is why we really need to hear back from people is to understand how do we fit? What can we do that you're you're not going to get from other podcasts? Um, yeah, so that that was just something that popped into my mind. Just seeing, uh, just in the in you know in the Slack on the Sheffield Digital Slack and the podcast channel, there are you know people saying, "Hey, here's my new podcast and my new podcast, and it's fantastic. So much great content out there." But I don't want to get to the point where Sheffield Digital is just layering on more of the same rather than providing something useful and different yeah that's a good point there's been lots of uh good podcast launches hasn't there over the last year, year particularly i think it's um somewhat inevitable as podcasts become obviously more and more popular um but yeah that's a good point one one sort of final thing was um the idea of sponsorship wasn't it so whether mm-hmm. what, what people would think uh if uh the Sheffield digital podcast was to include a a, a very tasteful sponsor um, at some point yeah um it's if we're creating something of value then um for the sustainability of the organization we need to capitalize on that value um and but at the same time we don't want to we certainly don't just want to become a vehicle for all sorts of people to do advertising on that's not what we're here for but you know, we want to be able to continue to pay Ian for the work that he does. Um, we want to be able to keep the rest of the organisation running as well and opportunities to raise a little bit more money are, are ones that we have to look at very seriously, particularly at the moment. So I'd be interested to know from people, you know, if we had 
one or two sponsors and you know they got a proper mention on a podcast would that put you off would it stop you from listening or would you say actually no good on you you know it is something valuable and you should be capitalizing on that so something else for people to think about yep and ideas for how we might do that as well like mm-hmm. i've listened to enough podcasts to know of like various different ways that that's done where it's where it doesn't bother me and it is tasteful and you kind of sometimes it's like oh i didn't know about that and it can be quite a, almost a positive thing um but any sort of suggestions on how we might do that in a way that uh people would be on board with yeah. that's fine too yeah and if there's anyone out there who's desperately keen to sponsor the podcast then i'd love to hear from you as well <laughs> <laughs> had to get my little plug in there ian <laughs> absolutely um and i think that's it so how what, how are people going to get this uh, feedback to us um so there's you can message us in slack um you can dm ian or myself or you can just put a message in the podcast channel in slack uh you can email us just use info at sheffield.digital um you can find us on twitter um at shf digital um i'm at mel Kanarek, so you can message us through there just let us know uh but please do if, if if you're listening to this please take just five minutes and let us have some feedback we're not going to put a survey out there because we don't think that will be productive everybody's over surveyed at the moment anyway so we're just asking you know take a couple of minutes and tell us honestly how can we make this podcast even better how can we evolve it and grow it and keep it relevant to the Sheffield digital community as a whole. Marvellous. All right. Shall I do the end bit? You can subscribe to the Sheffield Digital Podcast <laughs> in Apple Podcasts or wherever, whichever app you particularly prefer to subscribe to podcasts in. You can also find out more on the Sheffield Digital website at sheffield.digital podcast, where there is also a player where you can listen to all the previous interviews and uh, news and information. Double axe galore. Um, all 68, 9 episodes Um, and uh, that's it Um, let us know what you think and um, we'll speak to you next time